0: Welcome to Single Moms on Film, a podcast starring me, Jen McGuire, a uh, retired breeder and a writer. And I am here with one of my very best friends. And actually, this is a a real scoop because I don't think I've ever told her that. So you guys are really hearing it from the horse's mouth right away. This is my friend, Marcella Leeper. She's not a single mother. She's married, you know. So I don't really know how much she's going to have to share with us, but it's uh, she knows single mothers and she really makes me laugh. And so uh, that's her qualifier. Hi, Marcella.
1: Hi, Jen. I love the introduction.
0: <laughs> I thought you'd like that. It's a good one. Right?
1: Yeah, I just want to say, though, that I did sometimes feel like a single mom. Because Michael would take off to godforsaken countries while I stayed home with two kids all by myself. The only plus was that he would do so and I would still have the financial benefits from it. Whereas if you're a single, single, there's not much financial benefit of your husband going somewhere.
0: No, that's true. But you know what? You actually did tell me a story. Uh, a couple stories but I think there was one that sounded very single mom adjacent and it was something about you going to a grocery store
1: oh yeah yeah oh, so
0: that's do you want to share that actually that? I
1: relive that because I went back so I after so the listeners we went to Sable Beach and we had a cottage there and it was just beautiful swimming and sunsets and everything else and so Then I went to Toronto and I nearly had a heart attack uh, because the city had changed like insane. Um, Parking my car was just like the biggest nightmare on the planet uh, because they wouldn't do overnight parking. But anyway, I visited the building when I had Robert and Michelle when they were little. Yeah. And so I retold that story that I, one night, I would just have, my kids would fall asleep and they would be sleeping. And I would just go down and go to the grocery store. And yeah, so one why yeah, why not? It's like, it was Metro. It was right around the corner. Yeah. And uh, when I got back from the grocery store, there was fire trucks in front of the building. We lived on the 30th floor. The, all the allers or faders were shut down. The alarms were going off. <laughs> and my kids both had bunk beds that were like right to the ceiling almost. So the, the speaker that had the alarm going off was like right next to their heads yeah, yeah. and um, I couldn't go up and we lived on the 30th floor. So I thought my kids were like panicked that they were up, but they didn't see me. Anyway, I went upstairs with my groceries when it all was over. I came upstairs and they were both dead asleep. They never woke up.
0: Jesus. The only reason I laugh at that story is because I know, I know I just saw, I'll never go shopping again like that. They're fine. They didn't care. But yeah, anytime, I think I actually might've talked about this on this podcast before already, but anytime you can avoid taking your children to the grocery store is a good day. There's nothing worse. I mean, I've never loved my kids less than when I took them to the grocery store.
1: You I know. think it's a bit better now. At the checkout, they don't have all the candy bars down
0: below anymore. Yeah, that's true.
1: Uh, they must have. No, they do they still.
0: Yeah, I mean, I live in a pretty small town, so there's they haven't really caught up yet. I mean, we we did just get self checkout. That was a really. Ooh. There was a. <laughs> it was a real drama in town. People really, you know, it was sort of like it was sort of like voting. It was like, are you a self checkout person, or are you are you going to be a nice person and go through? And, yeah, I'm uh, a
1: self-checkout I'm person, a self-checkout. Ex- <laughs> except for when I have to weigh stuff.
0: Oh, I know. I hate that. Actually, <laughs> no, it's true. I actually, I had to go in today and I, I went through my cart and made sure that I wouldn't have to do the the lookup, that I'd just be able to scan everything. And then yeah. that's a good self-checkout day for me. Yeah. So
1: as long as you have to start weighing shit, then it's I'm out.
0: Yeah. But I do I... want everybody to be able to have a job. So I do get that. And speaking of, no, it's all right. <laughs> marcella just made a face like she was really she had some feelings about people having jobs she was like no nah, that's, that's all right no
1: but then there's always a person that helps you out at the checkout yeah. and i don't know, i wouldn't want to be a cashier i think no, it's a you know what job. i've
0: asked um a couple times at i think it was at a drugstore and i asked one of uh the young girls working there like, do you prefer I go to self-checkout or do you prefer I go to you? And she said, I I couldn't care less. So I just take that as she couldn't care less. She's like, do whatever you're going to do. I don't care. But speaking of jobs, we're going to talk about a movie where a girl (laughs) really needed a job, a real, real bad. (laughs) And she got one and she really, uh, she did a hell of a thing with it. And it's, in my opinion, Marcel and I are going to get into a fight about this. In my opinion, the longest movie to ever be created. It f- felt like it was 17 okay. hours long, but apparently I'm incorrect. Uh,
1: She's definitely incorrect. <laughs> it's two hours and 44 seconds to okay. be exact.
0: So the movie is Aaron Brockovich. From yeah. And I... it was directed by Susanna Grant um, and it stars Julia Roberts and I feel like I'm having a real renaissance with Julia Roberts. Let's just start there. Cause I remember at the time oh. I'd had a little bit of enough of her as an actress. Oh. I just, I don't know what it was. I mean, I think I watched it at the time and I thought, Ugh, I, you know, I, I could go a while without seeing Julia again. I'm okay. But now.
1: I really she, enjoy
0: her. Oh yeah. She's delightful. She's so charming. I mean, she won the Oscar for this movie, right? Like that was her first yeah, Oscar. Yeah. And. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was her first Oscar. I'm pretty sure. I'm not.
1: I, mean, I didn't. know she had another one. We can Google stuff because nobody sees us.
0: We can yeah, do whatever right. we <laughs> want. Yeah, Google if she has any Oscars. And uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It stars Julia Roberts as the as as Erin Brockovich, who is a real person and uh, who I did. A little, she actually stars in the movie as well. Um, I did a little research on her, so I'll. Pepper that in a little bit in uh, as we talk about the movie, but it also stars Albert Finney as her boss Ed Masry, and I also- really love him. Yeah, me too. He was really good, and Aaron yeah. Eckhart as her boyfriend. And uh,
1: who you know? wouldn't want that guy living next to them?
0: Well, I'm, we'll we'll get into it. I don't know. Some, some <laughs> of us might not want it, and some of us might be named. <laughs> what? So, yeah. So I just want to discuss. Right away. First of all, actually, before we discuss the film, Marcella, you were yeah. the one who chose this movie.
1: Explain. I chose this movie because it is a real life story, and she actually is still doing work uh, as an activist. Yeah. And what I liked about it is that Julia Roberts is very pretty but the real Aaron Brockovich is also a knockout. So I first when I first saw the movie I'm like oh where, how did they get error? Like I thought it would be a, the, the two would be very far removed from looking alike. Yeah. Like I thought the real Aaron Brockovich probably weighs 300 pounds and yeah. and has much dark much. brown hair and whatever but they, they're both very pretty, so I thought that was good. But I think it's nice that she's still an activist and she's yeah. my age. Yeah, um, she right. yeah, she's my age. Oh, she's actually maybe a year older, but she's my age. And she was severely she dyslexic terrible. at school. And so was I.
0: <gasps> was she really? So, I didn't actually know yeah. that. Like, I knew you yeah.
1: were. She, she did terrible in school. And the reason for that was because of her dyslexia. And it was the same with me. So that's, uh, there's a few things there that I, I could, felt more. I
0: absolutely see that because in the movie, she's incredibly intelligent. I mean, that's the whole point of the movie is that she.
1: She know, has an insane memory. That,
0: yeah. She's a bit like, she understands the way things work. And she's very inquisitive and very curious and really smart. And yeah. I got the impression that one of the reasons why she was struggling was that she was, you know a single mom from a really young age right i think she's her i think her oldest now i think she's almost I she's close to 60 i think or, i think her oldest son is 38 so she was like 21 22. so that's why i thought she was struggling but i didn't know that no i
1: think she was and I, the, the dyslexia could have made a, a difference also with her in her several marriages and things like that too
0: sure. Yeah.
1: And yeah, I know. And the only difference is is that her dad was very strict and she was not allowed to lie. I think she lied once and she was caught in high school. And her dad made her dad just she was not allowed to leave the house for a whole semester. I believe she was grounded.
0: You did way more research into her than I did. No. Well, but this this is
1: only because of the dyslexia. And the difference is, is that my dad would encourage me to lie. (laughs) (laughs) and let me go out every night of the week whenever I wanted to so very different upbringing we all have (laughs) our (laughs) ways
0: of dealing with things sure
1: that's
0: (laughs) so that's really interesting and actually I wonder if the dyslexia thing would have affected her confidence when she was younger maybe oh for sure and like you said and maybe that's where some of the the uh well, I mean, we don't really know what her relationships were like. They just might not have worked out. You know, relationships don't work out.
1: Yeah, I, I honestly don't know. I, d- was, I did look
0: into I d- it a little bit. I know that her ex-husband tried to, uh, uh, what's that called?
1: Well, she said he was getting, just a dick.
0: Getting money, getting money like, uh, oh, it's not indoors. What the hell is that called? Extort. He tried to extort money from her after the movie come, came out.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I can see so, that.
0: Yeah, so he's yeah. not a great guy. So the, no. one of my favorite things, though, is right from the just right from jump. The description of Aaron Brockovich on Netflix says single mom, long on debt, short on hemlines. <laughs> well, that, her, her
1: her her boss at one point with the other women in the office is asking her to to dress a little down.
0: I know. <laughs> and I actually did make a note at one point that he would be in very big trouble. Like he's I don't get We'll get yes. we'll get there, but I never got the impression from the way he was portrayed in the movie that he was a Crete. No, no, I didn't. Not I, at I all. got I, there was a very paternal relationship. I thought there, like the two of them were kind of friends, but also, you know, it's I secure. think more
1: fatherly. He was yeah, more fatherly. Exactly, he wants to exactly. protect her more. Yeah.
0: So yeah. the movie starts with her driving a shitty car to <laughs> a job interview. Boy, did I feel this one. First of all, I always had a shitty car. Marcella can attest to that. I used to drive a minivan that (laughs) if you didn't tie the door closed at the side, like the sliding door, you remember this thing? Bungee cord, when you'd go up the hill in it, it would slide open. And the kids would yell from their little car seats, mom door. And I'd have to slam the brakes. So the door would close. So,
1: But those know, are
0: sweet memories. It's beautiful, beautiful. The kids, you know, it's funny. I think I've told that story a few times in front of the kids. They don't laugh. They're, they're like, we thought we were going to fall out of a car. So it's not that funny yeah. to us. But, but so she goes, she's trying to get a job. She's trying to provide for her kids. And actually, I yeah. really like that right away. This movie is not about her finding a guy. And that is no. so refreshing from, for a single mom on film. It's so often about finding a guy and she doesn't give a shit. Like she does find one. Yeah. He's like, eh, you know, he's, he's nice. He's a good guy, but she really wants to provide a life for her and her kids. The problem being she goes in for a job interview. And starts <laughs> at the, the doctor's, doctor's office, it's immediately, you know, she's, she's been out of the work world, so she doesn't have some of the skills that are required and she's kind of talking her way around it, which I mean, we've all done. I should say oh, yeah. that Mar- Marcella works in uh, human resources right now. What's it called? Recruit-
1: I'm a recruiter. recruiter. That is on the, you. that is on the HR side of things. Yeah.
0: So, you know, I'm <laughs> sure you've sat in on interviews where people were trying to, you know, obviously fudge their uh, qualifications a little bit. And she's kind of doing that. She's not lying but she's trying to sort of explain why all of her mothering will help her in, in this thing. But the thing is, it does though. It does. Absolutely. But back in the year 2000, you didn't talk about your kids in a fucking job interview. Like you, your boss, I can tell you, I did not get many a job because I would constantly bring my kids up and For me, at the time, it might have been a different experience for somebody else. It was like you're you're going to call in sick all the time. (laughs) You're always going to be leaving for the kids and that kind of thing. And so she does. She obviously doesn't get that job.
1: You accept. I mean, and there is women that that even don't want to bring up any of their kids. Although when you interview, it's very clear that they have kids but they don't want to even introduce it into the interview because they're too scared that that would be a negative on them. Even today, this is 2021.
0: I was wondering about that.
1: Yeah. No, even today people are afraid, like women are afraid to bring up their kids or the age group that they're in um, because they still feel that they could get discriminated against and they, they are
0: for sure. And now, and you, you obviously said that you've been sitting in on interviews for years um, yeah. do you find that men are more, a little more comfortable to bring up their kids? Because I feel like that might be seen as a bit of a positive. If you have a family.
1: Or well, they use- because they, they, for them, it's more like a bargaining chip almost. Yeah. So they have kids, so they have to provide for the whole family. Whereas with women, even now in this day and age, it's seen as a second income. It's yeah. like, uh, a, an extra bit of money in the household.
0: That's cute. Little, little um,
1: and oh, it still seems here. that the male job in a household is the, the primary one. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so if any of the two calls in sick, it is, it's the mother versus the father. So oh, 100%. It's oh, yeah. still, there's nothing. We
0: actually, we have a mutual we, friend who I'm not going to name because she'd be, she'd be mad, but she, I remember yeah. when she, her youngest went back to school in kindergarten Um. She, uh, you know, the assumption was that she would go back to work because she really loved her job. And she said, yeah, except I'm going to start brand new somewhere and I'm going to be, you know, low man on the totem pole. And if one of the kids gets sick, I'm the one who's going to have to go because my husband won't. Um, Not because he's a bad guy, but because it would be, he would be judged differently. He were the one leaving. And, uh, so she, she just waited a little bit because she said, you know, I don't want to go and be irresponsible at my job. I want to be able to focus on it. So she, she took a couple extra years because she was like, I don't, you know, and, and then of course, if you're a single mother, you're sort of screwed no matter which way, because you are the, the only income earner, yeah. but then you're also definitely on the hook if something happens with the kids. So you, She's sort of not batting a thousand in that job interview right away, and she kind of knows. No,
1: but she still wouldn't be batting a thousand no matter what.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's Even true. this
1: in this day and age, it's pretty pathetic. But it was interesting. Yeah. But let's get back to Aaron.
0: Let's get back to Aaron. And also, by the way, never feel like you have to do that. These are my favorite parts. I, I oh, like okay. I like the little sidebars. <laughs> there, right. So she. Long story short, about Aaron, she leaves. She gets hit by a car. She goes to this, it's, it's like legal aid. I think she gets referred to this lawyer. He tells yeah. her, you know, I'm going to get you some money. She's, she's paid out. She doesn't have any health insurance, which is, of course, in the States is a huge thing. And so she ends up paying out $17,000 in all of these medical yeah. bills. And he doesn't get her anything because <laughs> she goes in, I guess, and uh, I think it was a doctor with a Jaguar who hit her. And so
1: I know in the beginning, she was really, I just want to take care of my children. I I just want to be a good mom and take care of them.
0: And then she called him a fucking asshole in court. And then, (laughs) you know, that wasn't, that wasn't wise. But, uh, and as soon as she said something about somebody, I think the lawyer asked her at some point, something about her ex-husband. And she said, which one? And you could just (laughs) see the shift (laughs) in the jury. They're like, oh, oh, she has more than one. And also she has boobs. We don't like it, you know, <laughs> and she's very comfortable, you know, with a little. Clothing.
1: Yeah, so I dress real nice.
0: Yes. But there is a scene <laughs> after that. And this is where it really starts to get to me, because I have to say there's something about the sunshine in this movie that's very depressing. I've never oh. seen depressing sunshine before. But if you really think about like all the shots in the desert and stuff like that, it's like, oh, it's
1: horrible Mm -hmm. oh yeah 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 right that is that is because of the town too yeah for sure i think it's almost like uh uh filming that they use to to show how depressing the whole setting is of this
0: dusty looking and dusty
1: and and how sad and yeah so yeah that was sad yeah
0: she goes for lunch she goes for dinner with the kids because she gets home and oh my god those bare kitchen cupboards I swear to God, it's like they took a picture of my fucking kitchen when my kids were little. It's like a jar of peanut butter, a thing of Kraft dinner, and then like a couple of other things that aren't really that helpful. So she says, oh. you know, forget it. I'm taking the kids out for dinner. But she doesn't eat. She doesn't get anything.
1: Yeah. yeah. So
0: that's the kids order whatever they want. And actually, we do have to point out the real Erin Brockovich is her waitress in that scene.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, oh, you no. Knew I that? Yeah, no. Well, because I, I knew what she looked like because yeah. I had Googled, because I thought that, that it was a fake movie. Yeah. Like I thought always- this did this really happen. And so then I Googled it and it actually the real Aaron Brockovich actually said it's like 90. 90- Seven percent or ninety-eight percent accurate,
0: and even the things that she explained, um, and
1: I'm like, even the way you look. So that's why I started googling, and that's yeah. how I knew her. I'm glad you Google because
0: I really didn't know about the dyslexia thing. And I know, yes. I know she had the three kids, so they go for for dinner, and that really, um, she even like tells this little story because uh, the kids, her oldest, her son actually, she has one son uh, and two daughters. Yeah. And Matthew is her son, and Katie and Beth. Beth's a baby. Katie's about four or five. And Matthew is the one, I think he's a bit tough on her. But I, you see in the movie, he's also the one who kind of checks on her a little bit. So he's the one who's like, aren't you going to eat? Yeah. And then she makes up this story about, oh, well, like, you know, I did so well today that I, the lawyers took me out for a big lunch. And meanwhile, <laughs> you know, what bullshit. Yeah. So she goes back. She's desperately trying to find a job. She can't find a job anymore. And she goes back into Ed Masbury's office and just gets herself a job because she's like, yeah. you owe me. Uh, you didn't get me any money like you were supposed to. And you <laughs> owe me. And so she starts working for him. She's still struggling a little bit with the daycare thing, which is really stressful. Like she has an yeah. extra neighbor who's really nice to the kids. And then she has this other woman, who I think they call the chicken fat lady, because they say she smells like chicken fat or something. I don't, I don't know. Oh, in
1: an apartment, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. apartment,
0: and you know, there's a little scene there where you can actually—it's so beautifully done because she's holding the baby, and the baby's not like cuddled into her. And this baby actor, yeah, an Oscar, that baby <laughs> is just loves everyone. Like she and Julia Roberts could be mother and child. I don't yeah. know because they—they they just love each other. It's so sweet. So th- she's holding the baby. And when she hands her over to Aaron, the little girl's touching her hair and she yanks it away like that. Like she sort of, yeah. And I thought, oh, yeah, you're a bitch. You don't like, <laughs> it. like you're mean. I don't <laughs> like you. And then I'm sort of speeding us through until we get to the the goods, right? So then she's.
1: We tried the goods,
0: according goods to you?
1: Because she, I thought it was all good. We're, coming,
0: but... up. we're, we're okay. coming up to the goods. So she's at our little house. She's got the kids down to bed. And again, I really liked how focused she was on just making shit work for her kids and her. Yeah. And a little bit financially, but I also think, and she says this at another point in the movie, that like her kids will understand someday, like I'm doing more for you, getting out there and doing good in the world than I ever was before. Yeah. And so like, yeah, she's got to leave her kids sometimes and stuff like that. But like she wants to do something in the world. And it's not that you, you don't have to make a choice between being a mom, but like she wasn't, you know, she had to be financially okay, but also she wanted to get shit done. And that's, that was really cool. So she goes home, she gets kids in bed, whatever. She's got like a little bit of a job, um, starting off at Ed Masbury's place. And then she hears this engine revving outside her baby's room. And then that's when, that's when marcella's boyfriend shows up you you tell us about the boyfriend <laughs> marcella well you know from all the guys
1: that have living next to you mm-hmm. he's not a bad one
0: he's that's all i'm saying he's not he used a, he, he kind used of to a red hair tie in his braid which i thought was really interesting he gets, yeah he gets i would go for that now he, he gets a yeah, little unique than yeah. when with his hair ties which i i really i thought he's really <laughs> accessorizing those for a For like a he's supposed to be like a tough biker, but he's he's really he's putting some thought into him.
1: No, he's a he's a very sweet man and he he actually takes on the kids too.
0: He does. Yeah. Um I personally thought that part was vaguely unrealistic. Um,
1: yeah, a super on that's why I said, How is this? That's why I was looking because when she says it's about 98% accurate, I'm like, You really have George living next to you? Like, Like, really? George moved in, he took the kids, yeah, he moved
0: in, but he loved them. I know, so he and
1: the kids loved him, so but there was no, there there didn't seem to be any friction there at all.
0: No, it's like he, she was basically like, I'm not interested in dating. The yeah. mean daycare lady she, she, dropped the kids off early, uh, which is really, you know, like her, I think her oldest is eight and she drops mm-hmm. them off early to her and he's just there ready to, you know, swoop in and be all helpful and stuff like that. And that's really sweet, but I don't know. I don't know that I would be that okay with a total stranger just suddenly she wasn't daycare. He, he i think she uh, is to the neighborhood i think he, yeah. he was a little new he was a little new and i don't know that i'd be like oh well he was like patting their head and playing monopoly he's fine like that just felt i don't know he seems sweet and and he's been hitting on me non-stop yeah. actually i probably would have liked that oh my god that was probably a dream of mine when the kids were young yeah
1: Ugh. Their didn't you have one? Who who was hitting on you? I, I read that some, some the guy that repaired your, he no repaired something me. I forgot there
0: was what? the other day. Some some really scary guy at the grocery store made the woo woo sound, and I got real excited. So I was wearing my better <laughs> cardigan. <laughs> I was so happy. I was pathetically happy because I was like, oh yeah, I just got like a scary woo woo. From, and I was like, well, I'm in, I'm in the Navy cardigan instead of the gray one. So, you know, I'm really about in a thousand, but no, when the kids were growing up. Yeah, no, I didn't have any Georges living next door to me. That's for sure.
1: No, but, no, for sure. Well, not only that, like if I look at uh, Michelle now and uh, Brandon, they're so happy to leave the kids. Mm-hmm. I think they would basically, but they would leave it with anybody at this point, I think. They yeah, get, that's actually
0: a really good point. You get pretty tired. They get yeah. so
1: tired. The baby's always crying. They get no sleep. Yeah. I think if I was the Hulk and I walked in, they would go take <laughs> take care of the kids and we're gone. They, I don't think they really care. They're yeah, so desperate that's to get
0: true. yeah. That's they
1: want to get the f out so much that uh, yeah. that I don't think it it matters all that much.
0: <laughs> that's actually very fair. Yeah. I I, f- I don't feel that way now because of course my children are well, grown, yeah. so I can just sleep whenever I want to sleep, and I'm fine. But yeah, I guess you might be right. I might yeah. have not have been that choosy when they yeah, were. Yeah, no, I think they're getting, getting less was- and less choosy. And he actually, and I have to say, it works out well mm-hmm. because she has just figured out. Okay, so some of the stuff with the Hinckley thing is a little confusing to me. I will admit to you so okay. i there was a lot of so basically what's happening is they've got a claim with this pg and think it is
1: yeah it's the company that that's basically poisoning their water
0: yes so but it's a claim that doesn't really have anything to do with that and then all of a sudden um, she starts sort of looking through these files and she starts realizing they've attached the health, like, um, the, so I think they're trying to do some sort of a house sale and yeah. they've attached all of these health documents. So she just asked to look into it and she starts figuring out that, like, of course, as we, as we all probably know by now, the entire town yeah. being poisoned by the water. And, you know, there are people with tumors and with cancer and they're so sick. Everybody in the town is so sick. So she starts figuring that out and she starts, she actually gets fired at one point in the beginning because she uh, goes to sort of research it for a week. Yeah. And oh missing.
1: yeah, yeah. She's completely gone. Yeah, yeah,
0: And then yeah, she throws yeah, yeah, yeah. a fit when she gets fired for going missing for a week. I'm like, Erin, they might be right. Like, you do have to tell people. Yeah, I mean, but she, don't...
1: hey, hold on, she she didn't have a cell phone.
0: There's payphones. So she, she uses She mask. couldn't count. You she's just like what she... am I supposed to check in with you every few days like, yeah you are you just started here last week and all I want is for you to get in gr- good with the girls at the office because they're all going for lunch and they're not fucking inviting you and it that stresses no. me so much I want her to get invited to lunch with those other <laughs> girls those other women I'm so sorry so much I just want her to go for lunch with the women and yeah. not making it and she has to not call people who work there, Krispy Kreme. Because that's hurtful. She calls one woman <laughs> Krispy Kreme. I'm like, Aaron, you just lost me. Krispy Kreme, really? <laughs> because everybody, nobody likes her, and she's very difficult to deal with. And she yeah. is. I don't. I'm sure the real Aaron Brockovich is perfectly lovely. Uh, reach out, Aaron, if you, <laughs> if you if you feel like talking to us. But in this, yeah, Aaron,
1: reach reach out to us.
0: Yes, um, we would definitely invite you out for lunch. No problem. But she, I know, but she was
1: very different than all the women there. She was, she's pretty. She dresses, she dresses real nice. Yes. According to herself.
0: I like that. I think, (laughs) I like the way I dress. I think I look real nice. I love it. I'm like, you do look good. I mean, I don't, uh, you know, actually I wanted to ask you, I'm gonna say you're you're a little more fashionable than I am. I'm I'm very frequently in sweatshirts and jeans. What do you think of her outfits? Let's give us a little, you know, who wore it better. I I, I think she looks
1: really nice. Now, I, I really like is. it, but what I don't like because I have I have big boobs too, and I don't like showing them off too much. I, I try to hide them a little bit, trying to I don't know. Yeah, yeah, she, I got it. She she definitely is not hiding them um so she must know that that gives certain guys certain attention
0: well let's like, not let's not shame her i think there's a weird thing no no, no i'm not
1: shaming her but she must know exactly what her body can do for her especially well, if you go in the 1990 this is 1993 i think when the whole thing went, yeah 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 sure. yeah went down so and, and I think, I think she, she looks she's really nice and you with, should I wear she, whatever to...
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think there's... A, I know what you mean, though, because, of course, I have big boobs as well. Not of course. Yeah. say that like everyone can see me right now. I do. You just can't see them. They're under this big sweatshirt. But I maybe there's a <laughs> see, weird... Yeah. yeah, see, there you go. They're, they're there. <laughs> but there is kind of a weird thing, I think, for both you and I, where, where you know, we both have a tendency to sort of back away from that a little bit when you really don't have to. Like I'm always impressed when I see people who are more confident about that. And so she's very yes. happy in her clothing. She looks very comfortable in her clothing. More power to honey. And yes. I think it's really weird for a woman, for anybody to refuse to speech like if i wasn't going to hang out with her at work it'd be because she's cranky all the time and she's always mad and confrontational not because of her freaking she's very
1: confrontational oh my
0: god she yeah. never stops it's like Aaron, maybe maybe <laughs> that lawyer you're yelling at she's just wearing her hair in a tight bun she's not doing anything to you she's just working it's okay you don't what have did to she say nervous. about
1: the what did she say about them? Because that was when she had this, when they, she didn't have all the phone numbers or that's something. That's right. Like that. That's right.
0: So later on, in she the
1: didn't have them all written down. And then this poor woman with her tight bun and her yeah. sensible shoes. You know what she uh, says?
0: You've got two wrong feet and ugly fucking shoes. That's what she says. <laughs>
1: So then she starts rhyming up all these phone numbers. So I was dyslexic, but I had also no memory. So she is dyslexic and she has a great memory. I no think way. that is her plus there. Because if oh, you have that did... good of a, if you have, if your memory is that good, you can really yes. get away with a lot more. And I did because... think
0: in that scene, so this is a scene where, um, I mean, I, I don't want to be mean. I feel horrible. I'm, I'm so happy the people of Hinkley got their money and all of that was, was really good but like there's a lot of stuff in that that really doesn't have anything to do with being like oh no that's not true it does have to do with being a single mom um I don't know what to say about all the Hinkley stuff I feel like everybody kind of knows about that now don't you like all the you know
1: mm. what do you think I mean and there's still people living there
0: yeah I read about that actually like a couple it's hundred like- there I know who the F would stay. Like, no, I, I guess was reading I, about one woman and she's like, oh, my dog got a tumor. And it was probably from that. But, you know, what are you going to do? Move? I think, <laughs> I think move.
1: Yeah, but okay. Uh, it's probably really hard to move because if you sell your house in Hinkley, you will get zero dollars for that. That's There's the not going to be yeah. anybody buying that house. Yeah. And so then if you have to move to another place, you couldn't buy anything. Yeah. because So you're probably they're probably stuck there not being able to go.
0: You're right. But we I should... can't
1: believe that that, that, that that company doesn't even have to deal with any of these people now. No, yeah, that's just actually very surprising
0: it. because it was... So basically what happened was... You're right. We shouldn't skip over that. That's the whole point of the movie. Yeah. So Aaron has no... Um, No training, obviously. She does get fired initially for not showing up for work. And for
1: disappearing.
0: Yeah, so Ed starts to realize what she was doing and comes over to talk to her about it. And she's really smart. And there's actually this scene I really like where she's at home with her little baby girl. And the two of them have a meeting, a very productive meeting where she explains to him about all the people that she's been talking to in Hinkley and everything. But she's actually laying on the couch and her little girl is just sort of like with her. And I thought, yeah, yeah I kind of love that. Like they're being productive. She doesn't have to be stressed out, and that's something she does a no. lot in this movie. Actually, she brings her kids with her a lot. You know, like the the fella George, he watches them too, and that's always such a stressor. I always feel so bad for her when she like comes in exhausted and she's trying to help all these people in Hinckley, and she's she's going around and she's interviewing. I think it ended up being six hundred and forty three people, um, six hundred forty three kids. Thanks. Day. So it's fair. That's
1: insane.
0: Um, yeah. So she went around and she not only did she interview them, but she personally got to know every single one of those families and had everything about their case memorized. And really, the one thing you really get from her, she's so empathetic. Like she really feels for people. So she yeah. goes this and then she come home at the end of the day and her kids are fucking mad at her. Like, you know, like yeah. Matthew's in a he's mad because she didn't come home for dinner. And I did like that scene though, because I don't know if your kids ever did this, but like, he's laying in bed and she's trying to have a talk with them. And he goes, fine. And then like rolls away. <laughs> I've definitely had that where you're trying to be like, no, just talk to me. Talk to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get away. I love that. So she's working and doing her thing. And, and of course she obviously gets her job back. And, uh, you know, they're they end up getting taken I don't, they don't get taken over a bigger law firm we
1: well, had yeah, this bigger law firm steps in that that is where the two wrong feet and ugly shoes uh, yeah. woman woman kind of steps in because firm. they can't handle the workload i mean if there's 600 and something interviews they can't handle the workload so they are going to a bigger firm to get the help
0: and financially, so, it would be it yeah. would cost a fortune. And also, Erin, the, the other thing we didn't mention was the fact that Aaron was sneaking around the town, getting um, copies of all of these water samples. Oh, yeah, she, getting water yeah. samples herself, climbing barefoot into a disgusting well to get water samples, and like it would like the the work she did was. Incredible. what was
1: the guy that she she went to the, the 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 simple guy that she was definitely flirting with and definitely yeah. using her whole body yeah. to get into the back office there to steal whatever she needed to steal from single
0: moms her. on film doesn't endorse marcella <laughs> leaper <laughs> I just feel like I need to say that. Okay, continue. <laughs> continue. We, we don't well,
1: okay. okay. Well, let's say she flirts just tat with him. And oh, she's
0: she needs to get he's
1: he's done he's, he's not yeah, she needs to get shit done and yeah. so that's all I'm saying. And I good for her. Yeah, if I have the goods, I would use it too oh, to get what I needed what to What I wouldn't
0: do to go back to ste- I
1: already forgot what she was stealing from him.
0: She was stealing some mm, papers.
1: Oh, shit. I know it was papers, and she was photocopying it in that office, and
0: I think it but, was water treatment. Something to do with the oh god, this is embarrassing. Something to do with the water, the water being yeah, clean. no, it did that? But I mean, I, I
1: just remember that she, the poor guy, was totally being used.
0: Please, you know what? He was watching At porn the, when she came in. At his work. And then he was watching Wheel of Fortune an hour later. That guy's weird. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, he was definitely weird. And he was
0: wearing those weird little plaid pants and like fixing his hair when she was coming in. It's like, and also he ended up, she gets a threatening phone call at one point that brings up her kids. And somebody yeah. says, like, with you, you know, you're at home alone with three kids. And she figures out that this weird guy has given the information to somebody so like uh, i don't feel bad for him he's oh
1: no no i definitely don't feel bad for him.
0: so she yeah so she continues on and does her thing and um they you know they end up getting not like i said not partnering i guess with a bigger law firm just because they can't handle, like you said they can't handle the workload anymore and she's pissed initially because she's you know like she said it has to be worth all this time i've given up with my kids and oh, um, but i
1: think he put his house up uh, yeah. He put his house up to get the money to keep going. And she but doesn't even care that... either.
0: He says that and she goes, so? Yeah,
1: like, yeah. But even like then to... he didn't have enough money to keep going at it.
0: No. Yeah. So yeah. she's mad and this woman comes in who's a lawyer and I think makes her maybe feel a little insecure and she does that whole thing where, you know, the woman's got this like big thing of files <sighs> and she says, you know, I, I think we should really go through this and talk about... Um, you know, there's some of the holes in your research when I was like, oh, God, she's going to lose her mind.
1: She's there's no, there's no fucking holes in my like, fucking her research. Her hair
0: in that movie <laughs> is so curly just from anger, I think. Like she's just, it's like coming out her scalp. She's so livid all the time. So she, and then, by the way, the woman falls for it too, which I don't understand. She falls for this whole thing where she's like, why don't you ask me someone's phone number? I'd be like, no, that's okay. Like, you obviously know them all, or else you wouldn't ask me that. So I'm not going to look yeah. stupid. And Ed's all proud of her and laughing. I'm like, Ed, don't laugh. You're making it worse. <laughs> and I think around this time, actually, George leaves, I think.
1: Yeah, you watched it just now. Dick. I watched it like a, gaz- like a while back. So yeah. my, my, my memory is not that good. I'm not sure at what point George leaves, but...
0: Around yeah. that time, and she actually, all I
1: remember is that George gives her a car.
0: A no, it nice doesn't. One. Incorrect. What? In what? Incorrect. If this was Jeopardy, you would have just lost four hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets the she gets the new car, which was very yeah. exciting because her car was always breaking down. When yeah, um, they get taken over by that that bigger law agency, like the law firm, and she gets a check for five thousand dollars from Ed. And a new car, and he says to her, "Like, have fun with the kids, enjoy, relax, and like, look outside. You've got a car because they need her to be able to drive safely back and forth to Hinckley." What is like,
1: the fuck did they think George gave had a car? Yes, you
0: just want George to be the hero, and he's not. Aaron
1: Brockovich. Oh, is not. This is so disappointing. Well, okay. and she
0: does say to him at one point. This one really got me too. Ray, when they're getting together, she says to him. uh, I don't. I think something along the lines of I don't want you to be something else. I have to survive. And he just goes in for a kiss and doesn't respond, which is you know, mm-hmm. sorry. Right. Um, okay,
1: George just, is like ten steps down now. If that's not the guy that gave her the car, yeah.
0: no, he and the thing is, I get it. Like he, you do feel for him because like at one point she is at sort of a Hinkley picnic where they're trying to like talk to people and get them to sign on to this class. Yeah, signatures. Yeah, yeah. Um, because they want to go after the big, like the main corporation um, in San Francisco at PG&E. And he's there and he's like a tough guy. And he sees these like guys going by on their bikes and on their Harleys or whatever. And he's like wearing a little child, a little child's cowboy hat. <laughs> he's carrying the kids home. And you can just see that he's like, oh, <laughs> oh, fuck. This isn't very cool. And uh, so he does leave. He leaves. And I don't really blame him because he's. He has these like little earrings that he had bought for her. And. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he says to her, I bought these. And I thought the na- they, they look so pretty on her. And I thought the next time she says something nice to me, I'm going to give them to her. And he said, that's that was six months ago. And he <laughs> not said a nice thing since. And really, when you think about it. Everything she was doing, like all the amazing work she did, was because mm. she had somebody doing care for her. Yeah. Like if you had a daycare provider, they'd be like, "You've got from eight thirty until five, or maybe five thirty, and then you're coming home and getting your kids." Like you, you don't oh, just yeah. like work whenever you feel like no. it. So that part, I mean, first of all, you can't say this movie is realistic or unreal. This is actually someone's life. So like that's yeah. how she did it. But she was very, very, very lucky to have actual care but then when he leaves she's also still leaving her kids i'm like well where the hell are the kids now like well she takes them to
1: the office a few times
0: sometimes but like she's working nonstop. oh i think actually ed tells her to hire a nanny and i kind of laughed at that because i was like oh that's all you have to do just hire like you just stop oh, yeah thinking. it's so easy you just stop thinking about your kids then it's like someone else has got them i'm not worried about it so but uh, no, so she... Hey, I do
1: want to introduce... Do the do, do sure. listeners know we're drinking wine at the same oh, time? Oh, yeah.
0: Actually, I should say, this is my first we podcast to... with, yeah. with a glass of wine. Cheers. Yeah. But I'm only drinking one, so...
1: Oh, okay. I'm already on my second glass.
0: <laughs> okay, slow down then.
1: <laughs> it was raining here, so...
0: Well, that's, I don't, what does that have to do with anything? It's raining. Well, then if it
1: rains and, you know, what else are you going to do?
0: Drink tea. That's what you're going to do. No, no, no. So we are closing in. So, you know, she's, um, she's just been mean about the feet to the lady. I'm actually doing this without looking at my notes. I'm quite proud of myself. And okay. uh, there, you know, they're closing in on getting a deal. So they have to like, she's going constantly now to Hinckley because she not everybody loves the idea that there's a bigger law firm getting involved and they really want her specifically to be helping them because she's been there for them the whole time. And, Oh, actually, no, um, we have to go back to the scene that I actually think won Julia Roberts, her Oscar, you'll remember this one because I bet it hit with you too. She's in the car. She's got her her gi- gigantic cell phone, like it's like a car phone. <laughs> you remember those? They weren't. And it was
1: cell phones, one of were- those satellite phones yeah. that you and can you call Mars. That's, That's call Mars.
0: Exactly, it was insane. So she's talking. She calls George, and he's still watching the kids. And she says, oh, hey, like, keep me keep me company. I'm driving home. It's late and whatever. Yeah. And she says, so what's happening with you guys? What'd you do today? Because he's really, I don't think I can stress enough. He is lovely with the children. Like, yeah. really lovely. No, he
1: definitely is, yeah.
0: Oh, he's fantastic. And, uh, and to his credit, comes back a bit later on in the movie when things are getting really stressful and helps her out because you know, he just, he wants to, he's a good person. Yeah. Um, but anyways, he says to her, oh, it was a big day here. Actually, Beth just said her first word. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. yeah, mean, yeah. Ugh. And Julia Roberts just she does such a perfect job because she's on the phone and you can see her face go through every emotion where she's happy. But she's also like, oh, there's something I am never getting back.
1: No, she missed that one.
0: And that's not a single mom thing. That's an every parent thing. If you're, you know, if you have to leave, I mean, even if you're not, if you're not tech, like working outside the home, if you miss something like that, that is such a gut punch. And she does such a good job with that, where she is just so devastated and trying not to make a thing. And she's still trying to like fake smile on the phone and he's describing it to her. And he says, Oh, she said ball. And he's, so he's <laughs> setting up the scene and he's like, so, you know, the kids and I were watching and we were all so excited and she reached out with her chubby little fingers and she's, <laughs> I, oh, that scene got me. Oh my God.
1: Yeah. No, that was a good scene. There's a few good scenes. The other one I like is uh, when they go to the people's homes uh, and he says, you know, I take 20% or like he takes a percentage yeah, of whatever yeah, settlement is. It yeah, yeah. yeah, it's 40%. And they are all like, oh, that sounds like a lot of money. And then first she, she talks in a way that is almost mm-hmm. against him. But then she says, yeah. but he's taking all the risk. And uh, if, if you get nothing, he gets nothing That's too. Right. And he's out all the costs. And then uh the people they, they agree and then one of the the, the woman says, You I made some bun cake or she makes some kind of effing oh, cake. Yeah, I don't remember that's what, what she makes, makes
0: a bun cake, cake. that's right. She, and does, she made
1: yeah. this cake and um, and he goes, Oh no, 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 we gotta go. And then she nails him down and she whispers, Take a cup of fucking coffee. That's and right. Take the exactly. bun cake. And and then he goes, Yeah she's the person with the heart and that's right exactly she has that connection with the people and he's just pure business
0: and that's why uh, they work so perfectly together yeah exactly.
1: but that is when he realized that he has to also be the personal. He, he takes off, obviously he's taking the cup of coffee that's made with the shitty water i wouldn't yeah. drink it but I,
0: you know that's so funny you should say that she is drinking constant coffee And I'm like, Aaron, don't drink that.
1: Don't drink that shit. You're going to die.
0: I I don't, but, you know, she's fine. So, you know, it's a a long time later. And, and I'm, again, this movie's pretty old. So I don't think anybody was that surprised that, you know, obviously they won. Everything is okay. Well, not okay. I actually did read that some people didn't get as much as they, you know, wanted, but you're going to, read that kind of thing i guess and uh but the big thing for me was Aaron Brockovich's kids still like her that was the big one for me because i was yeah bit, i was a bit worried about that cuz you hear that sometimes you know and and she recently did a documentary with her daughter her youngest daughter and she was like oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like it sucked when she was gone especially when the movie was coming out because that would have been about 7 years later right because um yeah. they didn't yeah and she said, yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't like when she was gone, but I turned out okay. And I love my mom. So it's okay. So that, that was a real relief. I have to say, yeah, as somebody was, over- and then,
1: and then her boss, you know, she did get that check for 2.3 million, <gasps> I believe.
0: Did. Yeah, she did. She, yeah. she actually, I think bought I I don't know. She did something with it, but I can't, no, she did add- buy
1: a house and she still lives in that house. Nice. Yeah. Her and George, though, broke up. As, um, they did. As they did.
0: Well, they yeah. did. I mean, they broke up in the movie, though, too. Right. So
1: I know. But then I thought, you know, because he's such a nice guy.
0: Nice but the thing is, he wasn't the point, which is, I think, what I kind of liked was that. So I you know, he he was a really nice guy. She liked him. He was lovely, but he wasn't the point. It was her and her kids. Like there's a scene, another scene that I really loved with her son, Matthew. Yeah. Tell me that name is right. I'm actually going to look because I don't want to get it wrong. I honestly
1: don't know what her kids' names are.
0: I just, I'm going to, Matthew, yes, it is.
1: Okay, there you go.
0: So Matthew, and he's only about, I think he'd be about nine or 10 at this point, I think. And they're at a motel and she's trying to get everybody to sign on for this new, um, I think it's like arbitration. So they basically just go to in front of a judge, and they all get like a, a bit of money, well, a lot of money actually. Yeah. And she's passed out on the couch, um, exhausted. And Matthew is reading one of the cases, and he they're going out for breakfast. And he says, "This this girl's my age," and she says, "Oh uh, yeah, you remember this?" And she, yeah, says, yeah he he, she is. And he said, well, so what are you doing for And she said, well, I have to help her. That's what we're doing here. I have to help her because she needs to get the medicine that she needs and she needs to get taken care of. So she can, she's really sick and she needs some help. And he says, well, why can't her own mom just help her? And she says, because her mom's sick too. And they don't overdo it. You know, he's still just a little kid, so he's not that concerned, but as he's walking out. To go for breakfast, he turns around. He says, um, "I'll bring you back breakfast. Do you want me to get you some eggs?" Yeah. And I am much more of a soft touch than you are. Cried my eyes. oh Oh, one hundred percent. Like, did you cry at all in this?
1: Point? No, I didn't. I, I did not. Not cry. <laughs> of
0: course, at all.
1: No, no.
0: I cried Sorry. in the scene, and I cried in the in the um, Beth Setter first word scene, of course. I guess I should start doing. Yeah, I I
1: didn't make so none of it made me really cry. But I do think it's very admirable. Yeah, like it's a great story. I mean, this whole story about this little town, and what what got me more was the people and how sick they were. Yeah. Um. Oh, for sure. Yeah, completely. uh, That scene where the kids are in that swimming pool. And she realizes they're all swimming in fucking poison. Yeah, but like it it didn't dawn on her before. It's that's like in a panic. Then she's getting these kids out of the pool because they're literally swimming in shit and poison. And so yeah, those families that all that got me way more. Oh,
0: definitely. I have, and I have to say, I was watching it with an eye for the single mom element yeah so I did it's but but you're right like I remember the first time I saw it when I was just watching it to watch it I like it stayed with me for a long time because I just couldn't imagine not just like for that kind of thing to happen you need a lot of people to be really monstrous and really oh, not yeah. give a shit of if people die or, or it, it, it really so in 2000, how old is I? I was I? I was pretty old. I was like 28. Like I was old enough to know. It really shocked me that mm-hmm. that could actually happen. That There could be an entire corporation that just does not give a shit and is willing to let people die. And they were doing things like sending bottles of water to people's houses and acting like that was their favor. They're like, oh, just take yeah. this. She'll be fine.
1: Yeah.
0: We had a little bit No, it's just... <laughs> We had a little bit of a water. I actually,
1: I wonder what happened to that
0: company, PG&E. Oh, I think it's still going.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I, I'm, I'm shocked that the people that are still living there, that they don't get a way out. It's crazy. What? Yeah.
0: Anyway. Yeah. I mean, what are you gonna do? And, and I think this movie again, it's, um, from this for the single mom element. Yeah. The, uh, the beginning, because of course I, I didn't ever you know do do anything like that but in the beginning it is very realistic when she's when she's going through all the bills and not opening them and they all yep. say past due yeah like a hundred percent driving around in a shitty car going like I've definitely gone to a restaurant with the kids and not eaten, and just mm-hmm. I don't think I made an excuse though I think I just said I can't afford it so you know enjoy enjoy your meals yeah. you know
1: <laughs> I hope <laughs> I hope you're going to your Montana's
0: you know <laughs> whatever. But uh, it felt very real. And especially because it resonated with me a little bit, because I think I always loved being a mom, but I always wanted something a bit for me, like a, Mm -hmm. a career or whatever. And hers was very altruistic. Like she was really obviously doing something for me. I just wanted to, I wanted a better job, but she was ambitious for herself and not just because she was trying to make money and I really liked that and I thought that was a really yeah. for the time I can't believe it was only like 21 years ago because it feels so long but that was actually not that like people didn't really show that on in movies that much it was like you know single yeah. moms could be a little you know it was I don't know that so she was so
1: that I had this friend and she was a single mom. Yeah. And Is the way me? she no, it's a different friend. <laughs> Linda yeah. Wilson. I will I will say her name oh. because she could do shit with no money that like she would go skiing with her kids. And I'm like, how do you afford that? So she would sign up for these things where they would sell like apartments. Yeah. And they would say, if you come and you listen to our spiel for an hour. Then you can stay in our hotel room for one night and get a pass on this on the ski hills for one night. That's
0: genius.
1: So she went that so she every time they would call, she would take them up on it. She goes, so oh, yes, I'll come and listen to each other. And said, But we are a couple.
0: That's right, exactly. Oh my God, of course. <laughs> we're not. Exactly. We're a couple with eight children. We're from 1910.
1: <laughs> and this And Linda can coupon the shit Out of anything That's If she can get boring. a freebie That's... anywhere she will But she went to all these timeshare meetings uh, in, in Blue Mountain And wherever else it was A horseshoe valley uh, there's, Like she went to all of them Sat in for half an hour Or an hour And then would have a free hotel night And she would get ski passes Linda And she had four then. kids
0: you're yeah. an inspiration. That's amazing. Oh,
1: she she was amazing. And talk about a shitty car. She had the shittiest of the shittiest cars. <laughs> she had her lamps duct taped. Oh no, her, her mirror was duct taped
0: to the side of her car. Oh, and so did you just see her when you came back? I thought <laughs> of that. Because like I was really proud of myself just for doing. Do you remember when they would do those like free movies?
1: on the yeah, back yeah, yeah. like an
0: oatmeal raisin crisp so oh, she like, did those too. it's gin <laughs> Shit to <call> nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay so Thank we're you. gonna we're gonna end the podcast on yeah. a positive note so every Hopefully. and actually you know what I've done this every time and every time I get a little panicked I'm like oh god I've got to come up with another positive single mom thing uh I've got one um absolutely was the best I remember when the Friday night would come and I mean, you know, it it, it wasn't that consistent with me, but like when they did go, I didn't even do anything exciting. Like the pizza hut delivery guy knew I liked lasagna on a Friday night. Right. He was like, she's getting her lasagna with her garlic bread and this is her big, exciting night and there are no children. And I would just watch movies. I, and I would just go for walks constantly. I just walked around town and then I'm I'm jealous
1: again. It was fantastic.
0: Like I remember, you had a Christmas party once, and it was a huge snowstorm. So I got like a double whammy because, again, adore my children, but they got snow stayed where they were, and so I wasn't going to be able to come to your like Christmas afternoon that you would do when you when you when we lived on the same street. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my god, I can actually now put on my warm stuff and just slog down the street. To go drink at Marcella's for the afternoon for Christmas, and the kids aren't coming home tonight, and there's no school tomorrow. Like it was very, very exciting, I have to say. So, yeah, you're there right. You to go. Be jealous. Yeah. yeah so, I'm, and
1: I'm jealous all over again.
0: You should be. It's fantastic. Well, I mean, none of them live here anymore.
1: So no, no, Michael, now I'm fine. pushing
0: buttons in the background and I can hear I him.
1: know Michael like I don't know I told him to be he's quiet but maybe, he's,
0: maybe he wants to eat his dinner and maybe he's like <laughs> it's, time, it's time to shut up you two he's at it
1: I think he's eating the last piece of apple pie so now oh, I'm getting pissed
0: I bet
1: another good thing of being single they can't steal your apple pie
0: yeah that's true yeah that's really true
1: I'm sure lot. he's eating it now
0: <laughs> yeah oh I, yeah he probably is are you now here's a big question are you an no. apple pie and ice cream or an apple pie and cheddar ice cream me too
1: yeah i don't mind cream. the cheddar but no but i can have i can have cheese on toast yeah that's but,
0: true yeah can have i mean on toast. that's gross i mean you can it's up to you
1: <laughs> no a- apple pie and ice cream 100
0: okay now he's washing things we've got to go he's he's really happy no
1: he's so annoying michael stop it see you gotta get rid of him <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, this was fun as ever.
1: You know uh, what? If we if we go for another year, then maybe I'll be single.
0: Oh, there we go. You heard it here first. Oh, <laughs> you know what? We should plug actually another thing. So Marcella works as yeah. a recruiter, of course. Um, and uh, we've known each other for many, many years. Obviously, we've um, our kids went to school together. But another thing Marcella and I are doing is we are currently working on a TV show. Uh, yes, we are hoping it will be available to you <laughs> somewhere someday. And it is actually based on a, a little bit based on Marcella's work as uh, she used to run a temp agency in a small yeah. town. And it's called Family Emergency because big shocker. Everybody always had family emergencies. And it is 100 percent. It's exactly. And so it's in a fictional little town called Piper's Gully. And uh, we have filled it with characters that are thinly veiled real people. Like very thinly veiled. (laughs) We're like, if your name is
1: a few that are not that thinly.
0: If your name's Shannon, we just change you to Sharon. It's fine.
1: (laughs) I I already warned a few. I warned. (laughs) I was just missing.
0: don't say which ones just in case.
1: (laughs) Why? I warned Suze again.
0: (laughs) Don't say the name. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to cut that but, no, but she'd good. be fine oh, That would will be funny so we are working on that together and uh it's fun and this was as ever a blast um, yeah this was
1: fun day.
0: we'll see how much i have to edit because i did drink that glass of wine so we'll see how i did
1: yeah i'm dying to see how this uh, how this goes and then we have to add all the noise of michael downstairs there we putting, the putting the apple pie in the freaking microwave you're
0: gonna get a boot to his little head as soon as you get off this you <laughs> see that apple pie what the hell, Michael? All right. Well, this hell? was fun as ever. And yeah, uh, yeah. I'll talk to Well, I, I think I have to like hit the record thing. But uh, okay. good night. Good night. Tight. <laughs> Bye. Thank you.
1: Bye. Bye.